Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Rachel, Tony, and Adam. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hi. How's everybody? Fantastic. Enjoying well. your quarantine? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, here's something that isn't under quarantine, and that's universal. And I was just there a few weeks ago. I had a good time. Lots of social distancing going on, which is, of course, my thing. And we thought we would do a show about Universal. We've been meaning to do it for a long time. Lots of people have asked. Now, I just have to add a caveat. Adam has not been to Universal, so Adam will be here for the colorful commentary. And I'm going to... Yes. And I think you might learn something, Adam. You might you might decide to go, right? Sure. So, so I'm, we're going to do a this or that. And I'm going to, um, in fact, Rachel made up these questions. So um, we're going to go through and, and talk about what we would rather do at Universal. So I'm going to start with the first one, and that's a hotel. Now, Universal has, what, three deluxes? And how many other hotels do they have? The Cabana, Aventura Tower. Yes. The um, Sapphire Falls is three. Okay. They've got the two new ones, Dockside and uh, I don't remember what the other and name Surfside. is. Surfside. Surfside. They're hard to keep track of. That's five others. Okay. Am I missing one? Oh, Cab- did I say Cabana Bay? I think you said Cabana. Yeah, and then there's the three. There's Hard Rock, Port of uh, Portofino, and the Polynesian themed one. Royal Pacific. Royal Pacific. Have you been reading up on this? Uh, yeah. You know, I try to, you know, make you know anybody. Anytime somebody has a question on Twitter or something, I do my best to to answer it. Okay. All right. Well. Plus, it's well, been open for a month. People are have been going, so I've been yeah. following that too. Well, we'll go ahead. You and I will just add stuff, and uh, we'll ask Tony and Rachel and Liza some questions. We'll get their opinions, because they've all done Universal. Okay. So, speaking of hotels, Hard Rock or Royal Pacific, both of which will give you an express pass. I'm going to throw it to Liza. Okay. Out of Hard Rock and Royal Pacific, I'm going to have to go with Royal Pacific, only because I really like the feel of that resort. Mm-hmm. I like the look. It's very lush and um, tropical looking. It's beautiful. Although Hard Rock does have really fun hidden gems and celebrity outfits and cool stuff like that, though. But That is kind of nice. Their theming is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It is fun. I, I guess I'm the same height as Elvis Presley. Oh, see, that's the cool thing. You can stand in a mirror and there's like a little thing that'll tell you how tall, you know, like for me, it was Prince. Somebody like that. Um, but it'll tell you how tall you are and how tall that person was. So that was cool. Tony, have you ever been into Hard Rock? I have. You have? Um, who were you as tall as? Uh, I don't think I bothered to uh, to do that. Oh, because I, I was excited. Oh, Stevie Nicks. That's who my height is. Okay. Oh. What do you think, Tony? Hard Rock or Royal Pacific? You know, I, I really like the theming of Royal Pacific. Okay. However, um, Hard Rock is like a, a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Universal Studios Park entrance. Right. Um, so it's 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 got to be less than like a four minute walk at a good pace. 
just because of the closeness and proximity to the parks, I would go Hard Rock. I also enjoy the underwater sound system at the Hard Rock in the pool. Uh, it's kind of a neat feature. I never understood uh, that. Like, what, 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 when you guys just like go and put your ears in there? I mean, what? Well, when you're in the water, you can hear music. Mm, okay. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. It's fun. I, I, I like the location of it. I, th- I think that's hard to beat. I don't care for the theming. And I hate the way they have music in the hallways. It's too. It's just like I, I want quiet at the end of the day. But um, Rachel, what about you? Well, I am going to be the oddball and I'm going to go with Hard Rock. I love the theming. I think it's it's neat because they, they rotate out the painting. So they'll have, you know, different paintings each time you go in there, different artists. The pool has a slide where the pool at Royal Pacific does not. So that makes, you know, a little bit more exciting for my son. Um, The restaurant, the kitchen, I think is neat. They have a magician there a couple of nights a week that will go around to tables and do magic tricks and everything. And so I think I like that aspect. I like that it's close. Um, Back in the day, you know, they used to do the live concerts in the lobby and they had like Eddie Money and different people that would come. So I think that's cool. Um, you know, the only drawback is usually it's a little bit more than Royal Pacific. So it just depends on what the price difference is. If it's close, I mean, it's, if it's an extreme difference, I'm probably going to get Royal Pacific, but if it was about the same price, the rooms were, I'd go hard rock. Oh, plus I love the Eagles and the building is the shape of the Hotel California album. You can't beat that. Is it really? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. When you were talking, I was just thinking it's kind of interesting that, you know, there's a like serious slide over at Cabana Bay, but you don't have one at the deluxe resort. So. They don't they don't have a slide at Hard Rock? No, they don't have it at nope. Royal Pacific. At Royal Pacific. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Hard Rock one's in the back corner. So if you're looking at it from the hotel out at the pool, it's in the back right corner. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice the 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 slide at Hard Rock, but I did notice that pool is huge. Yeah, it's big. But the the one at uh, Royal Pacific is a pretty big pool too. Yeah. But it's kind of it's it's kind of plain compared to the, all their other pools. I mean, like, you know, for example, the one at Sapphire Falls or again, the one at Cabana, you know, those are amazing pools. Mm-hmm. They they do a really good job with their hotels in general, I think. Here's here's old man Tony coming out now. The only thing I don't like about the Hard Rock is, you know, you go to a Disney resort and everybody's got that same look. You know, you yeah. go to the Hard Rock and it's like, like, hey, dude, let me check you in. You know, what's going on, rocker? Oh, and my it's, God. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like a little a little more than I want. You know, it's even if you're going to a Marriott, you know, it's a little professional. But when you go to the Hard Rock, you know, it's all about like, rock on, man. Like, <laughs> hey, how long are you staying, you know, dude? I don't like Do that. You know what? And I don't think kids like that. Like, I would say, like, teenagers especially. For example, today I was watching Disney Plus, like, a few minutes of Hamilton, and my daughter came in, and and he was, you know, there was, like, one of the sections where they were really rapping, and she was like, ew, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, that's my girl. You know, yeah, she was (laughs) like, ew, you know, these are old people. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I don't know, when you're 13... For me, Hard Rock is almost like not really directed towards anyone under 25 or, you know, over 50. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I mean, I can see I can see why Rachel likes it, though. 
Well, see, to me, though, I think Hard Rock's a lot more fun for kids under 25 than Royal Pacific. Well, the pool's definitely more fun. Well, yeah. And just the fun theming. I mean, the pillows have words on them or whatever in the rooms and yeah. the mirror. And, um, you know, I think when I was there in September, they had like, it was Bruno Mars and Taylor Swift. The po- I mean, the paintings that were up, you know, were more modern people than older um, and then the other thing, which I don't play guitar, but I appreciate this, that you can rent a guitar while you're there. You could rent a Fender and then get up in your room and jam. I think See, that's kind of cool. I don't want that person next door to me, ever. <laughs> that's why you need to stay at Royal Pacific. <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. I'm not any fun. I mean, that's been established years ago. Okay. I'm no fun. I want a quiet room. But did you guys ever hear how much they actually charge you for the guitar? No, how much is yeah, it? Like $1,000. Now, they will reimburse the money back. Um, not all of it, I don't think. But but that's insane. Sure, the whole $1,000 is a deposit on the guitar. And then when you give the guitar back, you get, you know, 400 bucks back or whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> Crazy. You know, there, there's actually uh, something that's not on the menu there that uh, that I did, and I paid to rent a 45 and shoot out a television like Elvis. Oh my gosh! I would I pay did. to wear that sequin jumpsuit with the cape. Mm-hmm. I really want to wear that and just walk around. Hey, what you doing? Tony's lying. He wants to wear Prince's high heels. <gasps> He's a huge fan. Yes. That is true. Do they have Prince memorabilia there? I bet they do. You know what? I don't think they do. Last time I was there, they had like Lady Gaga and stuff like that. So I'm just wondering how many people actually do that. You know, like who's actually sitting in the room to jam out to a rented guitar for a thousand dollars. I just don't know. Well, I can't imagine there are many, but we need to pool our money and do it. I can play a little bit. Oh, do you know how? Yeah. I've got three guitars. Why? I Hmm. like instruments. I was in band forever. Are you serious? I didn't know this. How did I not know this? (laughs) I don't know. Actually, I have four guitars. I'm sorry. I have four. I forgot about the other one under my bed. Let's move on to the next one. These are rides. And I, I, I know that Rachel and I do not necessarily have an opinion, although I love Gringotts. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey or Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. I'm going to go with Liza because I know she's done both. Okay. This is super difficult because both attractions are absolutely awesome and amazing. But I'm going to... oh. Gosh, I'm going to have to go with Forbidden Journey. Okay. Because I've Tony, never ridden an attraction like that ever. Tony, what about you? Have you done uh, Forbidden Journey? I have. And I'm going to go with Gringotts because uh, I found Forbidden Journey to be very violent and uh, a little a little bit scary. What movie is that? Which Or which book is that one based on? I think it's a combination of books, is it not? Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm not one of those Potterheads. But, uh, um, you know, I I think the ride system itself for Forbidden Journey is amazing. Um, And the theming is phenomenal. I just found it to whip me around a little more than I would have liked. Whereas Gringotts has the uh, roller coaster thrills and then it slows down and it stops and it kind of becomes a dark ride. And then it speeds up for a little bit. And then it's a little bit of a dark ride. And, you know, it just, it kind of keeps you on your toes. 
Um, but it's uh, it, it's still it's still exciting. Okay, I I love Gringotts. It's one of my favorite rides. I I don't think it's ever like the first time I went on it. I thought it was going to be kind of scary. It's not really scary. I I don't know. I just love that ride. And and of course the whole bank, oh. you know, is the the queue is beyond amazing. Queue I mean, like you completely miss out if you take the express pass. I mean, you do get to see in the bank, but you're walking past it really quickly. But just to stand in the middle of it, especially on a slow day when there aren't a lot of people, like they were social distancing so that the bank was basically empty. That was amazing. That was really incredible. Uh, have you done that yet, Rachel? I have not been on either ride. However, I have been through both queues. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I've sat there and watched people get off for Britain journey and they look green mm-hmm. and I know I could not do that. Um, yeah. I almost had my um, nerve built up for Green Gods the last time I was there, and then I chickened out. But if you are like me and can't do either, you can let them know that you still want to walk through the castle and see for Forbidden Journey and see the sorting hat and see Dumbledore's office. Or you, and you can also do that at Green Gods, and they'll let you go through. And they let you go through the express line to do that. And you can take your time and let people walk around you. So you don't have to be in a hurry, um, which is nice. And so I didn't have to wait in line necessarily. I just walked through at my own pace. Um, And so based on those two things, I would choose Gringotts, um, the queue anyway, over Forbidden Journey's queue. Although Forbidden Journey's queue is really cool with the paintings and how it looks like you're in the school and everything. And the only reason why I would choose Forbidden Journey over the other one is because the first time I wrote it, I've never even been close to writing anything like that because it has, it's not just a projection, you know, it's got real live things that are coming at you and doing stuff. And if you are even kind of motion sickness prone, that ride, and I don't get sick, but that ride even had me a little like, whoa, I I just, I just remember being, my mind was blown because I had never experienced an attraction like that. And it's very scary. I don't think I would let my kids on it. I'm a big chicken, Liza. And when I went to ride it, uh, Cheryl and I were doing ride swap because I don't think the girls wanted to go on it. Mm-hmm. So I had to ride it alone and, and not with the, you know, usually I dig my my fingernails into Cheryl's hand when we're doing something. <laughs> I, I wasn't even allowed to do that. <laughs> I, I, so I agree with Rachel. I think the castle tour is amazing. Mm. Um, it is incredible. Like, you know, for me, I don't, I don't want to do forbidden journey. Like I usually go with what my husband says and he's like, no, you'd, you'd hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, but don't Rachel give Gringotts a second chance because it's not scary at all. And if you start to feel kind of weird, just close your eyes. Cause a lot of it is, you know, the screens and everything. So you'll be okay. And you like Harry Potter. So you have to do it. Um, is it kind of like Kong with the screens, how the screens are moving? Or yeah, no? <laughs> yeah, a little. No. Great no. God. Okay, well, you said moving bit. screens, and I felt like the screens moved some in that. But no. Well, you move, and there are the screens that do all the stuff. Look, I'm a wuss, and if I can do it, mm-hmm. I, I generally say, like, you know, um, wuss factor five on this one. You know? Okay. <laughs> Whereas they told me there was a drop, but it was a small drop, like five feet. Yeah, there's okay. no big okay. drops in this ride. They, they try to scare you and it looks, if you look down, cause there's a screen and it's supposed to look like you're farther up than you are, but you're not. Yeah. That's okay. fine. 
I, I would not tell someone to go on something that that I thought they would be scared on, unless you're like absolutely terrified of stuff like that, but you'll like it. Okay. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Honey Dukes or Weasley Wizard Wheezes. I can't even say it. You know, the little magic shop, the little orange one. So very photogenic or Honey Dukes. Um, Rachel. I, oh, oh, that's hard. Picture wise, I'm gonna go with the wizarding wheezes, Weasley's wizarding wheezes or whatever. I can't. There are too many W's. Um, I love the outside of that store, and I just think it is so cute. And a lot of the things you can get at Honey Dukes, you can find inside Wizarding the W store. I, say what is it again, Chris? Weasley Weasley's wizarding wheezes. I can't really say it. Yeah, you gotta say that three times. I know. I can do that three times fast. But um, I'd go there. But I love all the, you know, you definitely have to go into both stores. But um, if I had to pick one, I'd go to Weasley's wizarding wheezes. Yeah. Okay. I I did send Adam and Tony the link to the Pottermore site so they can figure out what house they're in because that's important. Okay. Liza, Honey Dukes or the Magic Stop? Okay, I'm going to have to go with the Weasley's Wizarding Magic Shop. Weasley's Wizard Wheezes? Yes, I have to go in there. That is the cutest place. When you see those steps with all that stuff on it, and then you just look up, and then you've got all the little lines that's bringing all the little trinkets here and there. I don't know. That place is so cute. It's adorable. But when I go in there, I think about Fred Weasley being dead and it makes me sad. See, I didn't even know that happened. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reminding me, though. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Tony, would you rather go to Honeydukes or the Magic Shop? I would rather go to Honeydukes. I just, I like the theming. It looks very, you know, it's very whimsical. Adorable. Um, and it's it's just it's a, a color scheme that just draws me in, and for some reason Honey Dukes makes me think of Honey Dip Donuts, and I like donuts. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm picking Honey Dukes every day, all day. I love it. I mean, I love the outside of the magic shop, but I think overall, I I love Honey Dukes. It's my favorite, even though I love the magic shop. Okay, all right, we're gonna move on to an, an attraction, and this one's gonna be. I don't think there's any contest here, but okay. They're right across from each other, basically. Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem, or Shrek 4D. I, can I go first? Because yeah. I have to tell you, the thing about social distancing is there are fewer people in a theater, right? And so, like, if you have a lot less people in a row of chairs that are designed to shake, they're going to shake like nobody's. They're going to shake like Tony when he's walking down the orange blossom trail. So it's not pleasant. It is not pleasant and I don't recommend it. So I'm going to pick minions any day of the week, but maybe if you get a few more people in those rows, I I swear I left with back injuries. It was just me and Thomas and one little row and it was like, boom, 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 boom. It was terrible. Okay. I've had my say, Liza. It's going to be minions. Always. It's it's actually way better than I thought it was going to be. It's cute. Yeah. All right. Rachel. I have to go with Shrek because Minions makes me so sick. Get out. I I know. I I rode the ride and I told them, I said, they have stationary bench inside Minions. 
so you can sit on the stationary bench. And I even sat on the stationary bench and I could not watch the video screen because it made me so sick. So I had to close my eyes. So I sat still and closed my eyes. So it was basically like a few minutes of me just sitting there in the dark. But um, I, I, Shrek is just okay, but it doesn't make me sick. The one good thing, though, about Minions is you get to meet the Minions when you're finished. And so I wouldn't get to meet the Minions if I didn't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go sit in the dark for three minutes to meet the Minions. Okay. Uh, no, I'm still going on Shrek. I'm on Shrek, and I'll just cut through the gift shop. Okay. okay. All right, Tony. Uh, minions all day. A, because I'm taller than the Minions, which mm-hmm. is a plus. Um, but B, it's just, it's a great ride. Um, Shrek is a little dated. It's fun. Um, but Minions is amazing. And, uh, you know, it's a simulator, which Cheryl has trouble with. But uh, she she pushes through it. Uh, I, I think the last time we were there, we probably went on that like four or five times, you know, in a row with the Express Pass. And it was it was amazing. Okay. All right. Is this motivating you to go to Universal, Adam? Yeah, I, I, I have not. I watched like the first Harry Potter movie. Okay. I read maybe half of the first book. Um, I would like to try the butter beer. I wish I okay. could just have it without having to spend, you know, park money to get in there. Do you do you know what house you're in? I can tell you right away. You're Ravenclaw. Is that good or bad? Uh, it's good. They're smart. Oh. Tony is Hufflepuff. Like I haven't Hufflepuffed before. Oh my. <laughs> No, Tony's totally Hufflepuff. So is Liza and Rachel, right? We all took the test, though, so we know. She's taking it right now. Oh, she's totally oh, yeah. Hufflepuff. She might be Ravenclaw. Okay. Um, while you guys are taking the Pottermore test very, you know, diligently over there. Cowfish, ooh, or Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. Mm. Rachel. I'm going with Cowfish. I loved it. I had a wonderful lunch. I got the little bento box with the little cheeseburgers and then some sushi. Oh. It was fabulous. Okay. And, and it takes reservations where Toothsome does not. So okay. Do fun. they usually take, does Toothsome usually take reservations? I thought they did. No, I don't think, they didn't when I was there in September. No, okay. Catfish did only during the day hours. They don't take them for evening. Okay. What about you, Tony? You know, I, I've enjoyed cowfish. Um, I enjoyed toothsome. Uh, you know, the, I, I think the desserts there are phenomenal. Um, but we made the mistake of going. It was probably not long after they opened. And they had uh, Dr. Toothsome and uh, <laughs> the robot assistant or whatever was going on, like walking around the restaurant. And it was like, okay. You're, it's kind of a character meal. They're walking around. It's atmosphere. But uh, don't force me to follow this story or get into what's going on. Like, it, it just, it felt very forced. You know, they're, okay. not, char- they're not characters that anyone knows. Um, and it just, it, it, you know, interacting with them, like, you feel bad if you don't. You know, at least I do. Um, so I tried to be pleasant. But I, I just, I really wanted to eat my you know, my burger and, and move on to dessert. Right. But so uh, overall I'd go cowfish, but for desserts I'd, I'd go to some. Okay. Alrighty. Liza. I'm going to go with cowfish. I got some sushi there. I mean, it was, well, it was like pretty good. I shouldn't say like outstanding, but for the price, it was a good value. 
I got a lot of food for that much money. I could have split it easily. It was, they give you a lot of food. They don't hold back with the food there. I'm going to go with cowfish as well. I think that it's sort of a, you know, there's a menu with like something for everyone. I object to the idea of desserts that have too much stuff on them. And they'll do like a cake, like a chocolate shake with like a cake on top and a cupcake and a donut and then a banana. It's like this gigantic thing. It's too much. And it's like, and it's more sugar than it is tasty. Like I'd rather have a good quality smaller dessert so since that's kind of what they're known for i i i didn't care for it but it's extremely popular so i kind of feel like the places like that like those milkshake things and disney's got into this they're more like instagram worthy than they are yeah yeah disney's doing it too tongue worthy that's a good way to put it yeah no i agree (laughs) with you 100 percent. i i think that they they're photogenic yeah. Now, Tusum does have a brunch, and I the menu looked good. I haven't been to the brunch, and I would like to try that. I've heard the brunch is good. I mean, the food is, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I think cowfish is a little better. So um, have any of you done uh, an, is it Antijitos? Antijitos? I the have. Mexican Love it. Oh, so good. Very good. Yeah, that place is really good. Like, um, probably one of the better restaurants i've been at um you know as far as mexican restaurants in orlando it's very good um okay let's go with cabana bay another one of the hotels as we mentioned earlier and sapphire falls which is basically right across the street from it rachel oh i'm gonna go cabana bay okay it's a little less expensive and it's more whimsical and fun i'm all about the fun mm-hmm. and um i love that they have what VO five shampoo and um, zest soap. I still love the smell of zest soap. I love all the colors. I love the pool. Uh, It's just very family friendly. So, and since neither one of them have the express pass, I'm going to go with a less expensive option. Okay. I, I, I agree with you. You know what though? I think Sapphire Falls is probably one of the prettiest hotels even even though it's much lower price than like their flagship resort Portofino, I just think that's beautiful. But I think it's hard to beat the theming over in Cabana Bay. Plus, they have you know a Jack Lalane Fitness Center. I mean, come on, that's awesome. Um, Adam just messaged me. He said I have something to say about Cabana Bay. What is that, Adam? Okay, so Cabana Bay, I have never been to, but when they built it. I remember reading about this. It's influenced off of uh, 1950s doo-wop. Okay. Yes. Now, there is doo-wop still in this country. In Wildwood, New Jersey, there are still the 1950s-inspired motels. And I've taken pictures. I'll have to post them on the page. Yeah. uh, uh, They're not Imagineers. They're... They're universal creative, right? That's what they're hmm. called. Okay. They, it's my understanding, they they did trips to Wildwood to take architectural uh, inspiration from there. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. I did not know that. I, I mean, when you go in there, Adam, it is so fun. Like, even the people like the valet guys, they look like, you know, Frank Sinatra kind of clothes from like the late 50s. They've got the hats on and the little jet or the little shirts. Yeah. It's really cute. And then you go into, 
you know, the lobby is awesome. It's those great colors from like the late fifties with the kind of greens and oranges and kind of that mustard yellow. And um, it works really well. And then the dining, like they have a quick service um, location there that's massive and it's supposed to look like a drive-in movie theater. So that's just really fun. And the food there is very good too. So I don't think you can go wrong with that resort. Um, Tony, what do you think? Well, I had the pleasure of staying in Cabana Bay. And when I was there, they were building Sapphire Falls. So I have not been to Sapphire Falls since it has been completed. Uh, But I do agree. I I love the architecture at Cabana Bay. Uh, As you're sitting there, I feel like I'm in a very early James Bond movie, like, uh, you know, Sean Connery playing with Goldfinger uh, out by the pool. Um, I do like the fact that Cabana Bay is a mix of both family suites and standard rooms. And uh, on top of the fact that it has a Jack Lane Fitness Center, it also has Bowling Alley. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I go Cabana Bay uh, okay. as my choice. You know, that place, one thing that's super cute about that place is that, um, you know, you go into that bowling alley and it's just, it really does look like it's from that era. You know, it's just... I don't know. There's nothing like it in Orlando. And sometimes they'll have the old fashioned cars out front too, which makes it really fun. So, Oh, one other thing about that place. Um, if I may, they have these amazing two bedroom suites. Now the price is not crazy. It's not that much more than like, um, a suite over at art of animation. And they have three bathrooms. They have two separate bedrooms and they have a living area. And the living area, depending on where you're located, has this massive window that overlooks Volcano Bay. Like to me, it's one of the best rooms on Disney or Universal property. Um, It's phenomenal. So if you have a lot of people, I think it sleeps eight, eight people, maybe nine so really nice, nice option. Um, Liza, you've been to both. What do you think? I'm going to have to go with Cabana Bay because I, I love the theming and I love just all the little touches that put you in this extreme immersive environment that you cannot escape. It is just Mad Men. I feel like I need to dress differently and wear my hair and like, you know, set it, aquanet it, and forget it. That's basically what I feel like when I'm there. So I, I'm going to need you to do that next time. <laughs> I feel like I need to, you know, I really want yeah. to. I love it. I love that resort. The other one's great too, because it's a gorgeous resort. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. They've got some great restaurants in there, but you, you're never going to get anything like Cabana Bay anywhere else. It's just so extreme. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I think one thing about that Sapphire Falls has is it has a really nice lounge. And it has a lot of nice touches as far as, you know, just architecturally, it's beautiful. The rooms are really beautiful. They're comparable to Royal Pacific. But, you know, you can't beat the theming of Cabana Bay. And the prices are so good. Yeah, and you got the Swizzle Lounge there, which is super cool. I love that place. Yeah. And you got a bowling alley. Yep. Super cute. All right, next up, this is kind of like a big one, Universal Studios or Universal's Island of Adventure. I'm going to go with Rachel. Okay, so when I came up with this one, I was thinking like, okay, you're going over to Universal for one day. Which park do you go to if you don't want to pay for the park to park? So that's kind of what I was thinking. 
And I, oh, that's so hard. I think I would go to Islands of Adventure. Um, I like the, I, I, feel, I love the Hogwarts, you know, seeing the Hogwarts Castle and Hogsmeade. You've got Jurassic Park stuff. You've got the Marvel superhero stuff. And you've got Dr. Seuss. Plus comic strip landing. And I love comic strip landing. I think it's so cute. So I'm going to Islands of Adventure. Okay. Tony. Uh, if I have to choose between the two, that's a tough call. Because there's a lot of stuff that I like in each park. Um, although Universal Studios did did drop a little bit uh, after they got rid of the Lucy Museum uh, a few years ago. So uh, they're on my list. Um I would have to go with Islands of Adventure. Uh, I, you know, I'm a big Marvel guy. Uh, I enjoy Jurassic Park. Um, really looking forward to the new Velociraptor coaster that they're building there. Uh, I enjoy, um, you know, the theming of the islands. Uh, Hogsmeade is amazing. The Seuss Land is phenomenal. Uh, I enjoy walking through the comic strips uh, over in Toon Lagoon. Uh, the food in there is not bad. Uh, the number one uh, theme park restaurant in the world, Mythos, is there. I've never eaten there, but it's there. Um, and uh, I think it only got better with the addition of Hagrid's, which I have not yet had an opportunity to uh, to ride. Okay. Alrighty. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in each park. Like, I love Seuss Landing. That's one of my top things. Um, but when it comes right down to it, I've got to pick the park with Diagon Alley and the Simpsons. Simpsons is one of my favorite rides and Diagon Alley is just, there's nothing like it anywhere. The theming is so amazing. So I'm going to go with that. Liza, what do you think? Universal Studios or Universal's Island of Adventure? Island of Adventure has got Diagon Alley, right? Yes, ma'am. Well, then it's Island of Adventure all the way. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It's Universal Studios. I'm sorry. Well, then Universal Studios. Whatever park's got the Diagon Alley, I can never remember. But in my opinion, Diagon Alley and Nocturne Alley and that whole section right there, it's brought theming to another level. They really did. I love it. Okay. All right. Next up. The High in the Sky Seuss Trolley or E.T.'s Adventure. I don't know if this is a fair comparison. Rachel, what do you think? Uh, I'm going E.T. just because I can relate to it. But I think if my son was with me, we'd probably do oh, the Dr. Seuss. Okay. But I'm going to go with E.T. I'm going with E.T. because it makes me feel young again. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Tony. I have to go with the uh, high in the sky Seuss trolley train ride. Okay. Uh, Is there a reason for it? uh, Two different tracks. Um, It's fun. It's whimsical. It gives you a nice bird's eye view. It's, it's kind of to me like the people mover in Walt Disney world, which you don't get at universal uh, many. I want to say mid tier rides that are just a good time to relax, you know, Um, but, but this is one of them. You know, for 10, 15 minutes, you get up there and you get to see the park from a little bit of a different perspective. And uh, it's Dr. Seuss. Right. I, I think the E.T. ride, while it's a classic, uh, is very dated and it's it's a great ride. But, you know, I did it once. I don't feel the need to go back on. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to go with the Dr. Seuss ride. I that okay. I'm going to make a confession. That might be my favorite ride in either of those parks. It's not like I don't enjoy the thrills of Gringotts, or I'm not, you know, into the Simpsons. I love the Simpsons ride. But I just, the Seuss trolley, I love because it is like a little kid thing. It's brightly colored. And I like going out on the little, you know, you're like way up there. You can see the whole park, you know. It's just really fun. And also it annoys my kids to no end that I make them go. And they they basically try to knock that out right away because they're like, okay, we have to go on mom's favorite ride. Um, So, yeah, I love it. Um, Liza, what do you think? Um, I've never ridden the Seuss trolley before, so I, I have never done it. I haven't even ridden E.T. since 1989 or something like that. So Whoa. I, I wanted to go on it the last time we were there, but I didn't get to. And then the time before I wanted to go on it and didn't get to because I, I want to do it again. I just remember being a kid and at the end, E.T. saying, Liza. <laughs> And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, and I can see, like, okay, you like thrill rides. Mm-hmm. So I can see someone like you skipping both of those, unless you were with your kids, maybe. You know, because um, they're not they're not thrilling, you know. Yeah, but it's um, nostalgic. To be honest. I, li- I, like to, yeah. I love Dr. Seuss, and I hear yes. the Sneetches are on that other one. They are. Big they're fan. Love the Sneetches. Love a Starbelly Sneetch. Liza, there's no excuse. You must ride Seuss. It's so much fun. So don't walk. Run. (laughs) Love that. See, he's a genius. That's a little freestyle Seuss rap from uh, your boy T-Dog. That's right, (laughs) T-Dog. I had to bring my daughter into cringe. (laughs) Yeah, she probably would too. That, That is awesome. That is definitely awesome. All righty, let's go to the next one. Jurassic Park River Adventure or Revenge of the Mummy? Okay, I'm going to go with Liza. I'm going to go with Revenge of the Mummy because I love that ride. Okay. Uh, Rachel, I don't think you've done either one, right? I have not, but I I think I might could do Jurassic. I don't know. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, can you do Splash? Yes, I can do Splash. It's a little bit more of a drop than that. Yeah, it's fine. Really? A it's little more bit. of a drop than Splash? I think so. Yeah, don't you think so? I think so. Yeah, I don't just think a little so. bit. You don't think so? No. Okay. I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like, to me, though, I, when I saw the drop, I thought it was, I thought it was worse than Splash. I did too, but maybe it's not. It's you know, honestly, you get extremely wet on that ride. Mm-hmm. Like you're not coming off dry. Yeah. So but, tell me what the mummy is about. Like, what is the mummy? Oh God. Like? Okay. It's, it's so good. Ride. It's, it's so loud. Good. It's jerky. I I just can't. Stand it's amazing, it. Rachel. You can't go on it though, because you'd probably die. <laughs> it's a roller yeah. coaster. <laughs> It's a coaster and it's got, but it's got really cool effects. Like there's this one scene where the whole ceiling go, like goes up in flames and it's just like, whoa, and explodes on the ceiling and you get so hot. It's freaky because it's real fire. And then there's like these creepy mummies everywhere. Brendan Fraser is popping around somewhere. It's got moments of intensity that are fantastic. I love it. And it's scary. I didn't even really like the movie. 
Did y'all like the mummy, the movie? No, I didn't care about the movie, no. but, but the ride's amazing. I wasn't expecting what it was, so I was pleasantly surprised. Chris hates it. Yeah, I hated it. It was like one of those instantaneous hates, too. Like, the minute it moved, I was like, oh, I don't like this ride. You're probably like, oh, no. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't think it would have been, like, a crazy ride. I, I, I just, it didn't seem like it. And then you get on it, you're like, oh. But, you know, it's weird because, like, some attractions that you think that, you, you never know what's going to make someone nauseated. Like, Race from New York, that's supposed to be the ride there that gets everyone sick. And I'm, like, fine on that. But the mummy i i got a little nauseated you know so, you know what did me in men what? in black i just don't like that one because really? it's so old and just bleh. i was expecting a nice little toy uh yeah uh, you know uh buzz lightyear space ranger spin shooter type of game and next thing you know i'm getting whipped around and my neck hurt and my back hurt yeah yeah gosh tony um, sounds like you need aarp <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do, but it's only really I got it for the trunk organizer that they offered me. <laughs> A trunk organizer. That's really funny. You need to send the AARP people your new photograph that Cheryl took on her new iPhone. Because clearly you are not ready for AARP. This is really nice picture. Thank you. So, but but I, I will tell you, as I get older, not only, uh, you know, am I a card-carrying AARP member, but uh, I signed up for my first defensive driving course. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. What's what? That what? What is that? It, it gives you a discount on your insurance. It's just yeah. like a uh, like a refresher. But I'm I'm hoping I get to do like some J turns and you know throw the emergency <laughs> brake on. And... I don't even know what a J turn is. It sounds like I... something. <laughs> it's one of those things where you turn and you pull the brake at the same time and you turn no. the you know Secret, <laughs> Secret Service does them. Oh wow, that's hilarious. Yeah, I I I don't know. I you know what the best thing about getting older is. I don't care what anyone thinks. Like, you know, I'm never going to be rude. Like, I'm real polite. Everybody who knows me in my own life knows I'm a thank you and please kind of person. And I don't, I don't try to yank anyone's chain or anything. But, like, if somebody doesn't like me, I'm like, so what? You know? And I think, like, even 10 years ago, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I cared. That's the best thing. It's kind of great. Well, just remember, care. please and thank you. They're the magic words. They are the magic words. And I, I will be wearing adult diapers to my driving thing, just in case it's a little too exciting. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of depends, which is your favorite, the mummy or Jurassic Park <laughs> River Ride? Jurassic Park, one word, dinosaurs. Okay. Mm, those dinosaurs <laughs> creep me out, man. My, my kid is obsessed with anything Jurassic Park. You like the dinosaurs too, Tony? Maybe you guys can uh, compare your collection. Sure. Is. Okay. He's got we quite started watching those films during the quarantine. Parker got into them a couple of weeks ago. And he didn't have nightmares, but I woke up in the middle of the night seeing the eye poking through, oh you know, gosh. peeking through the Jeep's window or whatever. You know, those things ah. when they'd be in the vehicle and could look out and see the eye. It just terrified me. I could not sleep for about two nights. I don't like those things. Man. That, that was... And then didn't they just announce that they're making the new movie? Or maybe I read this because I've been watching it and they're they bringing are. back like. 
Laura Dern and Jeff Gold, like they're bringing back the old cast, right? Hmm. That's too bad because I maintain that Chris Pratt is the best Chris. Uh, it's the new and the old. Oh, okay, good. And it's it's universal. Oh, okay. So they're nice. putting them both together? Yeah, correct. That's okay. good. Hey, Adam's awake, everybody. Hey. I forgot Adam was hey. here. And I'm going to tie this into Disney real quick. Just a little plug, though. Did you know if you go over and visit Alani, one tour you can take is to go tour the Kahlua Ranch or however you say that, where they film those movies. Yes. Did they have the set or is it just, you know. Yeah, they have a real working theme park with dinosaurs there. Don't too. stop. No, but like when yep. you go to the Harry <laughs> Potter thing in the UK, there's like, you know, the, the studio there. It's phenomenal. They have all the sets set up, and you're just walking through it, and you're like, ah, it's amazing. No, I don't so, think they have the sets, but that's where they filmed the movie. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, let's go on to the next one. So, oh my I don't gosh. know. Tony, I have the same announcement. Wait a minute. AARP? No, I am officially yes. a Gryffindor. How are you? You are not Gryffindor. I just took the you quiz. There's no way you are not Gryffindor. And look I'm what sorry. Tony is, too. Tony's not Gryffindor. Yeah, he is. And the Sorting Hat has spoken. Sorting Hat is 100% wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. You're Hufflepuff. Okay. <laughs> you're nice. You're nice. You don't, you don't judge nice. anyone. You're like, cool about everything. Harry Potter was a Gryffindor. Yeah. That's so why you're Alvis not Gryffindor. So Dumbledore was. Dumbledore was a jerk, though. Like at the end, he was the worst. He was the worst person. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't like the old man. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you know what happened? He thought he was cute. Yeah, but except that he like you know was letting Harry be raised so that he could be killed by. Oh, oh, that's right. And then there's the problem with the sister. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with Dumbledore. And Snape is the good. Snape ends up being the hero. Yeah, I know. I remember that now. I was Ravenclaw. I know that's that's obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I take this stuff way too seriously. Okay. I digress. The next one, I think, only Liza and possibly Tony can discuss. It's the Incredible Hulk coaster, a coaster where there's actually a net to catch people's vomit. That's a vomit yeah. strainer. Oh, yeah, God. the holes are too big. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's a valid point. It's the Incredible Hulk Coaster or Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. Liza, go ahead. It's definitely Rip Ride Rocket. I love that ride. Okay. It's amazing. I love the music blasting. And it, it's like a long ride. Like, you only see that one crazy part when you go straight up and straight down. And that part is intimidating because the seat actually tilts backwards while you're going up. So you feel like you're about to fall out of it with your head. Like, it's crazy. But once you get over that first part, it's just pure fun. I I don't even care. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I look at it and I'm like, ooh, pure fun? No, not really. Okay, Tony. Uh, so I am out on this question because I have <laughs> never ridden either of these rides. However... What I find very interesting is in the park behind Rip Ride Rocket, kind of behind Rip Ride Rocket and to the side of the Hard Rock Cafe, they have a section of the Berlin Wall. Do they really? 
It's listed on the maps, but I have not seen it. It's a heritage preservation piece. Wow. Is David Hasselhoff dancing on top of it? One can only hope. <laughs> Do you remember that? He went there and he like recorded a video. Uh, he's bigger <laughs> than Elvis. <laughs> really big. Okay. All right. So all of us are out on this one. I just look at it. I mean, honestly, and I'm like, oh my God, no. Like we were walking past it a couple of weeks ago and I thought, God, that's really scary. Oh, it's it's amazing. Once you get past the going, going up straight up is the hardest part. Once you get out of that, it's, it's just like smooth sailing. Okay. Let's move on to something else. Minions family suite or Jurassic Park family suite. Huh. Or the future rock star suite. You've got three choices. Future rock star, Jurassic Park. I've stayed in that actually. And the Minions family suite. Uh, Liza. Minions suite is so cute. I love that room. It is adorable. It is adorable. And the, the, the grown up part on the other side is really nice. I mean, it's super nice in there. And then the kids area, super cute. Beds are kind of really small. So you, you might want to have little little ones. You know, you couldn't have too big of a teenager in there, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Well, they're twin beds, but yeah, they look a they little small. They just seem so small. Yeah. Okay, Rachel. I would go with the, probably the rock star suite. But you, you're not guaranteed which one you get. So that's, that's part the weird of the problem. Part. Why do they yeah. do that? Because, like, I know a friend of mine did the Taylor Swift one for her daughter's 16th birthday. And, uh she was kind of worried because they were told she was told, you know, we don't know which one you're going to get. And she was like, well, that's not really working for me. Okay. So you can get Christina Aguilera, Mike Veronica. Are there any teenagers that want to sleep in a Christina Aguilera suite? I have no idea. Okay. Haley Williams, Pete Wentz, Steve Aoki. Um, Oh, I know who that is. My son likes him. I am so out of it. No, wait a minute. Pete Wentz. Uh Uh-huh. Isn't that the guy who was involved with... Uh, he was married to What's-Her-Name's sister. Yeah. Which Ashley one? Simpson's sister. sister. Oh, I'm like... <laughs> okay, now this is one Adam would like. So if y'all follow Adam on Twitter, he recently announced that his first celebrity crush was Britney Spears. Ooh. And so Adam could stay in the Stoic. Britney Spears suite at Hard Rock. That's how we get him to Universal. Ooh. I hear you get a big Britney Spears pillow, too. I hear you also get a plaid skirt. And you can have the bonus of you can shave your head if you want. Oh, (laughs) they give you an umbrella to hit the door with. And Uh. you get a regrettable (laughs) tattoo at the same time. There you go. Do they have uh, the Barry Manilow suite for Christina? Mm. Okay. I was seven. I thought he was hot. (laughs) What can I say? I'm just wondering. I was a fan of Lowe. A fail is so bad. <laughs> what was your favorite song, Chris? I don't. I didn't like the music. I just. I don't know. I liked. Even as a young kid, I. I just liked. Uh, you know, my whole. I don't know. I. I like a quirky looking guy, and he was quirky looking. Oh yeah. He you looked like everyone him. else. You know. I don't know. He just. I remember looking at him and thinking, "That's an interesting looking face." You know, he's. So. He is very. Quirky and much like Liberace, I keep wondering why hasn't he found the right girl? <laughs> I, well, I was, I was literally, I, I, could, I must have been seven. Uh, I want to stay in the Sid and Nancy suite. Oh gosh, that's a train wreck. 
There's a train wreck. I want to stay in the Harry, Harry Connick Jr. suite. Uh, really? Because he's supposed so to be like laid back. I yeah. know. You'd hear like the piano music all the time. And I had a crush mm-hmm. on him too in middle school. Did you really? Mm-hmm. I liked Harry Connick Jr. Then he made a comeback on American Idol. Did I See, I don't know anything about him. He's from he's New great. Orleans. New Orleans, and he was in the movie Hope Floats with Sandra Bullock, oh, and he was really cute. Uh, that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the movie was about, but it was, yeah. He's, he's the other fighter pilot in Independence Day. Yeah. And he's the yes, SWAT, team, he SWAT team leader in Silence of the Lambs. And he's married Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac. <laughs> There's Beyonce, Shakira, Lady Gaga... Oh, man. Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. Those sweets could be crazy. Um, Justin Timberlake, Victoria Justice. Who's that? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Okay, yeah. She would be Disney okay. Channel. Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift. Huh. They have a Joe Jonas suite at Hard Rock? You interested? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's Joe the... Jonas is rocking, you know, and he's from New Jersey. So he's feels Jersey. Wait a minute. Didn't he marry some cute lady and now they're having a baby or something? Or maybe that's the other Jonas brother. Which one's in Jumanji? Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Jonas number two. <laughs> Tony, which one would you choose? Uh, I would go with the Minion Suite just so I could sleep in a bomb. <laughs> okay. And, and I would kick the kids out and sleep in there. All right. That's awesome, actually. You could have your own little room because they're two separate rooms. I mean, that's a nice thing. I mean, at Portofino, you get those really nice, uh, you know, rooms. With, I think in, in that case, they have a king-size bed, and then they have the little suites. But, um, in, you know, those are really nice rooms. Um, I would go with the Jurassic Park family suite. I think those are the most fun. And even though they're not club level, for some reason, they let us use the club level. So that was kind of fun. Um, so maybe, uh, you too, if you stay there, we'll get that perk. But, um, I do think the minion family suites are nice. And just so you know, the way the minion suites and the Jurassic park suites are set up, there's a King bed in one room and then there's a separate room for the kids. But unfortunately there's only one bathroom, which is not great. So, I mean, for that kind of money, they run about eight or $900 a night, um, without discounts. You kind of want maybe two bathrooms. Anyway, they're nice. Okay, let's go ahead and go with Diagon Alley or Hogsmeade. I have really strong opinions about this. I'm going to throw this over to Liza. I'm going to go with Diagon Alley. I love Diagon Alley. I love the bank there and the dragon, and I love Nocturne Alley. I think it's a really cool thing that people walk by a lot and they don't go in and explore in depth. They've got really cool, like that cool shop in there. I just love the detail. I absolutely love everything about it. Okay. All right. Rachel. I'm going to go with Diagon Alley. Okay. Just because I don't ride, you know, rides in either one really, but I can spend hours just walking around and looking at things there. And I love the ice cream shop. The ice cream shop is beyond adorable. It really is. Um, Tony. Uh, Diagon Alley, if not for anything, except they have a travel agency there. That is so cute. Um, No, I I think the theming is amazing. Um, I think that uh, the dragon breathing fire is is pretty cool. Uh, It's hidden. 
you know, I, I can't tell you the number of people that don't know how to get in there. Um, they get all confused, but it's it's amazing. Um, it's literally like you're stepping into the world of Harry Potter. Uh, I mean, I think Hogsmeade is great, but Diagon Alley brings it up, kicks it up just a notch more. I, I agree with you. I, Hogsmeade is fantastic. And Hogwarts Castle, if you stand off to the side, you know, as you're almost going towards Jurassic, the Jurassic Park area, and you turn and look, I, I think Hogwarts Castle is fantastic. You know, I mean, you just look at it and it's phenomenal. But I think overall for me, it's Diagon Alley. I mean, like, I, okay, so I have a I have a funny story. When Diagon Alley opened a few years ago, I went there and I went there by myself because I was, I think I was down for work or something. And I just went over that morning over to Universal and um, I couldn't figure out how to get in. And I went and I asked some people who were working at like a little like kiosk across from it. I said, hey, how do I get into Diagon Alley? I know it's new, blah, 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 blah. I haven't been there yet. And they're like, we don't know. Those people were jerks because, of course, they knew that all I had to do was go in through that one little area and get in. So I didn't go. But what I did do is I rode the train over to Islands of Adventure, and I thought that was it. So I came home. I just thought, oh, well, it's phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. And about a month later, I figured out there was a whole thing over there. I was so mad. Because it is amazing. And I do love Nocturne Alley. I like to just go sit on a bench in there. It's a little spooky. I've mentioned before, I'm the, I'm easily spooked. Like, I don't, I get a little scared if I'm in Haunted Mansion by myself. I get creeped out. So you can imagine that Diagon Alley definitely creeps me out if I'm by myself. But I, I like to sit in there by myself anyway. It's fun. So I like when you go and you see um, Celestina, you know, she sings and she's got the girls out there with her and they have like some, it's like almost like 1940s inspired music. I think that's really fun. And um, everything about it. I love everything about it, which leads me to our last question, actually, speaking of comparing these two areas. So do you prefer three broomsticks over in Hogsmeade? Or do you prefer the Leaky Cauldron over in Diagon Alley, Tony? I am going to go with the three broomsticks. Hmm. It's quaint. It's cute, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the food's not great, but the atmosphere is quaint. Yeah, it is good. Okay, Liza. I have never eaten at the Leaky Cauldron. Really? No, I never have. I've eaten at three, bro three broomsticks every time. Okay. Um, How come you haven't gone into Leaky Cauldron? It's because you've had kids with you? Because they don't have a great menu for kids. No, it's just whenever we're on training or something, we just don't ever eat there. Okay. We always All just right. did the three broomsticks. Um, okay. But I like three broomsticks. It's really cool in there. It's really nice. Um, Rachel. I like Leaky Cauldron um, for the environment, uh, but... I'm not crazy about the food at either one of the two restaurants. Okay. And why don't you like the food? I don't eat, I, it, like Scott always wants to go to Rose and Crown at um, Epcot. And I still have not let him go there yet because I just don't like the food. Yeah. But I've actually, um, I've actually been to Rose and Crown with people who didn't like the food either. And it was really a hard meal. So I get what you're saying. But you had mentioned one time though about, there's something you could order that people get if they don't like British food. 
There's a chicken sandwich at Leaky Cauldron that everybody likes. It's like a grilled chicken sandwich. And if you don't like what's on it, because they put a lot of stuff on it, I, I don't order it, but everybody I know likes it. Who who doesn't like you know the, like British food? Um, everybody swears by it. So I I I think personally I think that um, Leaky Cauldron is some of the best theme park food I've had, and it's definitely the best food at, in one of those parks for sure. Um, I really enjoy uh, the fish and chips. In fact, I get it every time I go there. So. Um, and it is really fun in there. Did you know the backstory behind it? Did you know that and like after Harry Potter that Neville Longbottom's wife managed the Leaky Cauldron? That's the whole story about it. And I just think that's a fun, fun backstory is that, you know, she managed it afterward and he taught at Hogwarts. So there you go. There's your story. Uh, let's finish up with one more. And this isn't on the list that we got, but Voodoo Donuts or the Minions Character Breakfast. Liza, because I, I know you've been to that character breakfast. I have. I absolutely loved it. I'm going to say Minions Character Breakfast. I personally am not a fan of Voodoo Donuts. I think that they are just so, it's so much sugar. I can't take it. I can't do it. I don't They're like very it. heavy. Like when my kid, when Thomas loves donuts, my youngest one, he's like obsessed with them. And I was like, hey, we're on vacation. We've been quarantined for three and a half months. Have two. He could only finish one. So they're humongous donuts and they're very heavy. There's so much sugar. It's just they're not enjoyable at that point to me. And I tried to get the buttermilk one because it looked like it was the least sugary out of all of them because it didn't have... It didn't have all that yeah. extra stuff on it. And it was still too sweet for me to eat. So I'm out. But the character breakfast is really, really good. Like the food's okay. great. The food was really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I think it, it was probably one of my, I'll be honest, it was, I will say it was my favorite character breakfast I've ever been to. And that includes Disneyland, Disney World, and Universal. It was it was so funny when Gru comes out and, and at, you know, Liza and I went there for a work thing and our old job and our boss has a big nose and our old boss and they put their noses together and it was just the funniest, most stupid thing. And I just died laughing. So, I mean, do you remember that? Yes, I know I it didn't just happen in my imagination. No, it did happen. <laughs> it was so funny. But the menus were super funny, too. It was just adorable. They're so cute. And, um, yeah, I loved it. And the food was, like, really good. Like, it was so much better than your typical breakfast buffet. It, it was so. the best food I had at Universal. Yeah, well, and you know what? They even have, I remember our um, sales rep took us to breakfast um, at Portofino just at a regular buffet there, and it was very, very good. Um, that's true. So, Portofino has some really good food. Anyone with any input in this? I don't know if you guys have done Voodoo or the other one at the character breakfast. I haven't been to either. Okay, you ha you have to go to Voodoo Donuts, Rachel, just for the heck of it. Right, well, um, but just get one. I I have not been to the Minion Breakfast. Um, Voodoo Donuts is uh, a little vulgar, uh, full of double entendre. Oh, uh, but uh, I go I go Voodoo Donuts all the way. Okay, yes. 
You know, it is a little bit, and the the double entendre is so like obvious. I don't even like it. It's not even subtle. You know, no. it's kind of like eh, not okay. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think that if you have to queue up outside, um, you know, in the pre-COVID days when you actually did have to like, yeah, you know, queue not because of socially distancing or like six people in the store at a time, but if the line is like super long, I don't think it's worth the wait. We got yeah. there, we were like three people deep outside, so you know it was a five six minute wait before we made it inside. So we did it. Um, but if you want the worst donut on Universal property, yes. Uh, I am a huge fan of Lard Lad in uh, from Springfield. <laughs> Do not get the gigantic pink donut. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, it's horrible. Worst do, donut on property. Do you know what? We have to get that every time because my younger kid likes it. And that kid is so skinny. I'll be like, yeah, you can have this donut. But like the last time we were there... We were kind of in a hurry, and so we missed the Simpsons, and we were kind of rushing out of the park, and um, he was, like, wanting that donut. Fortunately, they sell it in a lot of different places on that side, uh, on the Universal side. So we got it, and I was like, ugh. And then, like, so we're driving home because we always stay way too late, and then they're, like, driving, like, late at night, and I could see him back there eating that donut, and I'm like, ugh, so gross. It doesn't even taste like a donut. It tastes like a big hard cake it's a big yeah it's a big cake with a little frosting and oh it's so, so bad. bad okay how about another one mama Della's. have any of you ever been to mama Della's? Yes. yes okay what did you think uh amazing food and the entertainment was good because they brought in like opera singers which was okay cool. and you're italian so you know italian food right uh, i like to think i do okay all I'm right a, i'm a major fan of chef boyardee <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay. Um, Rachel, what did you, have you been there? I have, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I okay. thought it was wonderful. And uh, Liza. I love that restaurant. That is my favorite universal restaurant. I love it. I love it too. And I actually looked like last year we did like a, a training with, we, I think we brought like, what's it? 27 people down. So it was something crazy. And, um, I looked into doing a dinner there because they do have like a back room where they can do a dinner and it was like really expensive, but I will say that food is amazing. And that's like, you know, like you're like, bring more out. (laughs) It's really good. Oh, you get so full though. But, but, what I like about it too is every little room in each section is it's all it's really personable and homey and it's yeah. like the wallpaper is different in all of the sections. It's really, really cool. And then they bring the opera singer out. Yep. Love them. So that's too. Yeah, that's awesome. If you that's over in Portofino, and if we didn't say it, I apologize. And um, that is some of the best food really in Orlando, I think. Um, and I've eaten a lot of places, but um, it's really good. So um, we'll do a food show on, on Universal Orlando at later dates. So we don't want to um, start covering restaurants. But, um, but I think that's it. Does anyone have any other uh, points they want to make about Universal? Okay. Go to Universal. It's easy and it's fun. It's easy and it's fun. I mean, right now you don't have to have park passes. And I will tell you, um, Brandy, friend of mine, listens to the show. She went down a few weeks ago and she said it was in, it was so empty. And friends of mine who've been down there even just recently are saying, you know, it's it's not crowded. This is the time to go if you're healthy, if you feel comfortable. 
I know that um, one of my other friends who works at Universal, he's up in health and safety with um, over at Epcot. I was just chatting with him and he said, look, cause you know, I'm worried I'm going down. And he said, look, universal, you saw what a great job they did. He said, Disney will do just as well. So, um, if you're comfortable traveling, definitely, this is kind of a different time to go. Um, and it will never be like this again, unless something horrible happens. So, you know, maybe check it out. You know, here, here's my take on universal. If you're a big Disney fan, and I'm sure most of the people listening to this pod are Disney fans. <laughs> As Adam would say, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not a long-term trip like mm-hmm. Disney is Disney. No. You can go for seven or eight days and have plenty to do. Universal is a nice three to five day trip. It's a great thing to tack onto, you know, the, the front end or the tail end of a cruise, or maybe you want to do, uh, you know, universal and sea world and Gatorland, um, Uh, In one trip, um, you know, it's not cost effective really to go to like Disney for three days and Universal for three days because, you know, the the ticket prices aren't that good when you do those short bursts like that. So if you want a break from Disney or you're going down for a cruise, uh, you know, think about throwing Universal in the mix. And, you know, as always, uh, the folks at Main Street and More Travel can help you get there. Well, and I, I think another thing, too, is that, you know... One one little trick that people don't always know is that if you're getting a two or a three day ticket at Universal, you can buy an annual pass. You can take that ticket and add almost nothing. Maybe maybe you'll break even and turn it into an annual pass, and then you can go back in the next twelve months. The discounts with that annual pass are incredible. There's discounts on everything. You walk up to buy a hot dog, there's a discount if you're a pass holder. Um, merchandise, you know, the stuff your kids are going to want at Universal, the prices really run up. And if you're getting anywhere between 10 to 20% off, that's a nice discount. Discount on rooms. Free parking um, at the parks, not at the resorts. So, I mean... I would tell anyone who's going and just maybe like Tony said, maybe you're going to do five nights at Disney and two at universal, um, turn that, uh, ticket into an annual pass and come back within the next 12 months. I have, I have had so many clients do that and they don't regret it. Um, and you can always upgrade that pass while you're, or that ticket while you're down there. So we are very pro universal. We think it's a great park. Um, the changes they've made in the last decade have been, they've, they have turned it into a multi, multi-night visit. Um, so more power to them. And especially right now, I think it's becoming very appealing. So anyway. That's right. But there's, there's no way we're changing the name of this podcast to Hollywood Way and more travel. No, no, no. I mean, we're Disney. Disney's our baby. I always say that, but we like Universal too. So. My um, my friends Andrea and Brian want me to go to Universal with them. Well, I we keep, want you to go. I keep like sort of saying sure, but not really. I, mean, I have so, I have two words for you, Adam. Do it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and here's here's the thing. It, I will tell you. It can be very, very hard to get hardcore Disney fans over to Universal. They get to Disney, and like Tony said, the the longer, you know, you buy a seven-day ticket at Disney, it's nothing to add an eighth day. But to start all over again over at another park, it's 
very expensive. So, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, they'll pri- we'll price it out and they'll go, you know, we're just going to skip it this time. But, um, but it's definitely worth going. And, you know, where else could you get a giant pink donut as big as your head? Tony's favorite. All right. I'm going to turn this over to Tony to close out the show. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to remind you that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team help you plan a trip that will provide your family with the memories of a lifetime. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. On behalf of Chris, Liza, Rachel, and I think Adam was on the show, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. I'm here. Good night. <laughs>